Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Anatomy and Physiology. Today, I will be taking you on a journey through the hypophysial portal system. And this is a, this is a topic that strikes such fear and confusion into the hearts of many an A&P student. So today I am hoping to simplify the process um, a little bit so you don't feel like you're getting so lost in all of these chemical cascades and networks of vessels and so forth. So we are going to follow follicle-stimulating hormone all the way from the central nervous system to the target cells in the ovary. And yeah, I hope this I hope this simplifies things. Um, first, there will be a short, very brief, short advertisement, and that makes this uh, this podcast possible. So please listen. Thank you. Okay, the story of FSH starts in the hypothalamus, which is a structure located in the in the central nervous system, low in the skull where in the case of FSH, gonadotropin-releasing hormone is produced by specialized cells. Just beneath these cells sits the two-lobed gland, rich in vasculature, called the pituitary. If you want to know more about the shape of the pituitary, look into the top of a skull in lab one hopes and locate the cella tertica of of the sphenoid bone. The cella tertica is named after a saddle, and this is what it looks like. And this is just where the pituitary sits, two lobes anterior and posterior, separated by a small strip of tissue. You can see the indentation of this in the cella tertica. Well, in the hypothalamus, gonadotropin-releasing hormone is released, and, and it leaves the specialized cells which produce it. And after leaving the cell, the GRH is pulled along a gradient and absorbed into a capillary that is part of the primary capillary plexus. After a few turns and convergences, the surrounding tissue starts to change. After a constriction through the portal vessels, the GRH leaves the capillary system at the secondary capillary plexus and is suddenly surrounded by cells that are taking up and secreting chemical messengers between densely packed capillaries. The GLRH has reached the anterior pituitary. Soon after leaving the capillary plexus and entering the anterior pituitary, the GRH is detected by an endocrine cell. Like many other molecules of GRH present, it is being sensed for levels by endocrine cells in the anterior pituitary. And when a threshold level is reached, the anterior pituit of GRH, the anterior pituitary begins to release FSH or follicle stimulating hormone for short. And as the amount of GRH rises, so does the amount of FSH being released, along with luteinizing hormone, LH. But anyways, when the FSH molecule is secreted, it is swept up into the same capillary system that brought the GRH, and it continues through the hypophysial veins and into general circulation. So now it's left the pituitary and it's into the circulatory system connected to the rest of the body. 
The high concentration of FSH will spread out through diffusion and mixing of the blood from other vessels. But after a trip or two around the body, the FSH molecule may finally reach its target cells. Through many through a complicated journey through many vessels, the FSH finally reaches the ovaries, where granulosa cells are then stimulated to multiply and support the oocyte in the follicle that they are part of. So that's it. That's the story of FSH and gonadotropin releasing hormone and it only took me three minutes and 35 seconds to tell it so there you have it the hypophysial portal system is not all that complicated you have a control center in the hypothalamus that is either using chemoreceptors or neurons of another kind to detect certain conditions in the body then that stimulates the release of regulatory hormones, which then travel through blood vessels into the anterior pituitary, where they stimulate um, a number of different hormones. The example we used was gonadotropins, like FSH and LH, um, growth hormone, prolactin, um, a couple others are also regulated through the anterior pituitary. And then that those hormones are released and they continue out, you know, they travel through the rest of the capillary plexus and out into general circulation where they then find their target cells and take effect. Alternatively, back up in the hypothalamus, we have neurons that will fire connecting to another neuron that says, hey, the signal is eventually going to reach cells that say produce some other types of hormones so um, we have one hormone we have a neuron having a, a synapsis in the hypothalamus that then travels down the pituitary into the posterior pituitary to another synapsis and that synapsis stimulates the release of hormones through through a capillary system in the posterior pituitary so just remember, hypothalamus is regulating, anterior pituitary and posterior pituitary are releasing, even though they're stimulated by different mechanisms. So I hope that was, um, if not entertaining, at least helpful. Um, yeah, and happy, happy studying. I remember this topic was hard, but y'all got it. See you next time.